Sutesan, the founding teacher of Wang Buddhism, said, You must check your mind. You must check your mind over and over to see whether or not your mind ground is disturbed, deluded, or subject to wrongdoing. Whether or not you have been making active progress in belief, zeal, questioning, and dedication. Whether or not you have been living in gratitude, living a life of self-power, readily learning, readily teaching, and benefiting others. This is why we practice. What is practice? According to the Oxford Dictionary, practice is to do an activity or train regularly so that you can improve your skill. This sounds about right, doesn't it? Practice is simply doing something consistently over and over again. If we do something only one time, can we call that practice? Probably not. But doing or trying something even once can plant a seed for practice. When we repeat a wholesome activity two or three times, we are launching a practice journey. And we call ourselves practitioners. Personally, I like to add the word power next to the word practice. Practice power. Can you say? Practice power. With the practice, power grows. The power of self-confidence grows. Having faith in your own ability, the mind of belief grows. For example, playing basketball, learning a new language, learning to be a good cook, becoming a better parent. Anything you want to be good at requires practice. The more we practice, the better we become. The more we practice, the more our motivation grows. The more we practice, the more joy arises. The more we practice, the more power we generate. Practice power. How do we get to Carnegie Hall? How do we get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. How can we check whether our mind ground is disturbed, deluded, or subject to wrongdoing? Practice, practice, practice. Practice is one of the most frequently used words in Buddhist traditions. In Wan Buddhism, practice refers to the threefold study, also known as the threefold practice. Cultivating equanimity, cultivating wisdom through inquiry, and making mindful choice in action. How do we practice this? By checking our mind whether it is disturbed, deluded, 
or subject to wrongdoing. The mantra of our practice is that when our mind is disturbed, the opportunity to practice has arrived. Each time when our mind is disturbed, the opportunity to practice has arrived. What is the point of the threefold practice? To be free from suffering, to embody our true nature, and to have a happy life. I asked a few temple friends what practice means to them. They responded this way. Practice is living my life mindfully, pausing whenever I notice distress, and settling until the source becomes clear. My practice is embedding the threefold practice into my moment-to-moment -moment life, cultivating the mind, lifelong learning, and mindful action. Practice is intentionally doing something or thinking in ways that align the totality of my being with ill one. Does this sound about right to you? It sounds great to me. The profundity of the threefold practice lies in the practice of ill one song. By understanding, nurturing, and applying our true mind, we become united with the essence of Ilwan Sang truth. Through this practice, let us know our true mind, perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless, like Ilwan Sang. Through this practice, let us nurture our true minds, perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless, like Ilwansa. Through this practice, let us use our true minds, perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless, like Ilwansa. The scope of the threefold practice is vast and broad. It covers all levels of well-being, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and environmental. Through practice, we ultimately strengthen our mind power. This power does not just come to us. It is something we cultivate. Mind practice can be delightful, but it can be harder and more strenuous than rock climbing. Our scripture suggests 11 specific training tools to cultivate our mind power. Chanting meditation, seated meditation, scripture study, dharma talk presentation, Dharma conversation, koan contemplation, inquiry into self-nature, reflective Dharma journaling, self-assessment with precepts, mindful action, proper conduct, 
When I prepare a Dharma talk, I'm practicing one of these 11 tools, Dharma talk presentation. <laughs> and in a few minutes, when you share your thoughts with each other about today's service and post your thoughts in our live chat, you will be practicing Dharma conversation. If you'd like to know which of these 11 tools might be most beneficial to your personal practice, please see me after this service. The title of the chapter 3 in our scripture book is Practice, Su Heng. Su Heng in Korean means polish and act. So you can put together Su Heng as polishing our mind so it shines in action. When I say the word su heng, su heng, it rings in my heart. Su, polish and clean my mind with the meditation and dharma study. Heng, apply and implement what I learn and what I cultivate in my action. In Wan Buddhism, practice is particularly meaningful when it happens in the midst of everyday life. Recently, I had a chance to practice under unique circumstances. My new year 2024 started with a vacation. You might be thinking of the Caribbean, but no. On January 2nd, I started to have symptoms of a cold. And I took several COVID tests just to be cautious. On my third test, I saw two lines. Thus began my COVID vacation. This was my first case of COVID. It has been four weeks now, and thankfully, I'm bouncing back. Here are some observations about practicing during my COVID vacation. Practice one, I observed what was happening to my body. It was physically uncomfortable when I had a high fever, extreme chills, and terrible headaches. Later, my body was so relieved and grateful when those symptoms calmed down. I owe many thanks to the grace of fellow beings, Reverend Sean and intern Reverend Hebong, Jay, and Temple Friends. And a great thanks to the grace of Tyrell <laughs> Practice two, I observed my mind and thoughts. Some fear and anxiety arose. What if there are long-term health consequences? After all this coughing and scratches my throat, what if I lose my chanting and singing voice? What if my COVID discourages people from coming to the temple. Looks like you are not discouraged. <laughs> practice three, I observed how my gratitude practice unfolded. During my COVID vacation, I noticed how much complaining I did. I complained about the food, the saltiness, the big portion, this and that. Nonetheless, deep down in my heart, I was so grateful for everybody who supported my recovery. But with my weak energy and foggy brain, 
I was less tolerant, even with the small discomforts. I also noticed I was short with the email responses and easily irritated. It was more challenging to maintain the mind of equanimity and gratitude when I was sick. Here, I had done all this practice to cultivate equanimity, and then along comes COVID, and bop, there goes my equanimity. What grace and lessons did I discover from this experience? Patience. Patience in waiting to be healed. How mind and body impact one another and how my mind went into a worrisome future, adding suffering to my physical distress. And I received grace of a good rest. Plus, I learned how to accept support from others. So, what is practice? It can be defined in so many ways. In 2024, our North Carolina Temple community will dedicate our energy to Chapter 3 in the scripture of the founding master, Practice. This chapter is composed of 50 pages and 63 verses. Please join us on this journey of discovery, discovering what practice truly means to you. May our daily practice guide us to listen to our inner calling to uncover clarity, enlightenment, and Buddhahood. On this journey, may we liberate ourselves and others and soar upward. May we practice together. <laughs>